right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Thursday. It's March the 10th of 2022. It's a big day if you have kidneys because today is World Kidney Day. Ooh. Well, you need to have your kidneys, right? Yeah, but you can live without one because you could give one to a friend if they needed it. I've seen stuff online about that. How nice is that? Yeah. The ultimate sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'll give you a part of my body, a part of my being. Yeah. So World Kidney Day today. It's also National Mario Day. All about the character of Super Mario. Mario! Yeah, Mario and Luigi and all the fun of that. It's Pack Your Lunch Day. It's also National Ranch Dressing Day. <laughs> There's one person I thought of when I thought of ranch dressing. It's Kelly's yeah. kid. Yep. Because he has you know different food groups, fruits, vegetables, ranch. meats, ranch. It's true. I think it's like that for a lot of kids. Just ranch. Yeah. And he gets fired up. Like if they only give him three containers of ranch, Kelly's kid, who's 19, <laughs> fries out. Hey, you think you can give me some more ranch? That's true. I'm like, dude, how much ranch do you yeah, need? I know. They say, I, I didn't realize this, Hidden Valley Ranch is really a place. Did you know that? I think I did know that. So the guy who created the the whole idea of ranch dressing actually lived in a place called Hidden Valley Ranch, which was by Santa Barbara, California, and that's why they named it that. For many mm. years, you couldn't buy ranch in stores. You had to buy it through the mail through this guy whose name was Steve Henson. And there's some stores that make their own ranch sometimes, and you don't even know that like the secret ingredients, and you can't figure it out. Well, they were really good. They were asking people, hey, which restaurant has the best ranch, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think there are some that are better than others. Yes. And nationally, according to Match.com, Wingstop has the best ranch. Okay. They ranked a fast food place as having the worst ranch. I won't even name them because I don't (laughs) want to call them out for it. But there is something about fast food ranch that comes in those little containers. They're kind of like watery and and thicker and like almost like tartar sauce. I think so, too. Yeah. Because you're like, ooh, I want ranch with my chicken nuggets. You're like, oh, no, I don't. Yeah. I don't. something else. I don't think so. <laughs> ranch is the best-selling salad dressing in the U.S., but a lot of people use ranch for other things and not just for salads. Yep. Like dipping things. Like if you were really like healthy, you could maybe dip your vegetables. Or if you're like me, you want to dip your ruffles. <laughs> or dip your pizza. Or you can do that. So you can celebrate ranch today on National Ranch Day. Sure, Kelly's kids probably already doing that. Ooh, what? A little bit of raisin bran with his ranch. That's what Kurt does, man. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, Arkansas, get up! Glad you guys are with us today. Some Arkansas headlines this morning, including the fact that we all need to prep for the potential of winter weather coming in tomorrow afternoon into tomorrow night. It was like a week or so ago, maybe a week and a half ago, we crossed our fingers that we were done with that, (laughs) and evidently we're not. So the cold front's going to move through Arkansas. They're talking about temperatures plummeting into the 30s and below, winds 15 to 25, bursts of heavy snow at times. Oh, all right. So that's tomorrow afternoon into tomorrow night. Uh, Good news for Arkansas. Arkansas has the lowest number of COVID numbers as far as people in ICU in hospitals around the state. The lowest number since August of last year. Great news. That is good news. They say across the state, there's 93 patients in ICU, Mm -hmm. which I mean, still, that's 93 more than we would like to think are in ICU, but down Mm -hmm. considerably from just a couple of weeks ago. And there's also talk about Arkansas gas. Because even though we say, oh, man, we're so lucky to live here because we have the second lowest uh, fuel cost in the country. 
Well, it still is bad. It is. There's some funny memes going around about the gas, like people that are taking pictures and then just putting funny comments. Yeah. I've been enjoying it. It's bad. Yeah. Makes you not want to go anywhere. Yeah, I know. And I was reading that some gas prices, when you look year over year, some are up like a buck, like a full dollar. And here I was, I'm the guy who will fight you for three cents. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's true. I'll drive across town to get three cents less uh, per gallon. And now here we are up a buck. Well, I've decided I'm going to become like you. I'm only going to put 13 uh, $13 in, right? Yeah, each time I fill up. Thir- well, same fill up. Every time I put a little <laughs> bit of gas in. Basically, when I put 13 bucks in right now in my truck, I still have my gas light on. You get, you get like half a gallon. <laughs> People think I'm filling up a gas can. Nope. Nope, that's what I'm doing. Uh, but oil production, they're trying to increase it in the U.S., including in Arkansas, where there's a place called Mission Creek Resources in Magnolia. They're uh, one of the largest drillers in the state of Arkansas, and they've increased their production about 12% uh, over last fall. Let's last go Mission winter. Creek. So, boom. Yeah. That's good news for Arkansas, but we'll still feel the effects. So, your takeaway, winter weather tomorrow. Number two, COVID numbers, lowest since last August. And number three, hey, Arkansas's trying. We're putting yeah. forth the effort to help with these gas prices, but a lot of people believe it's going to be at least a few months of gas prices mm. like this. And our buddy, David the Barrel Boy, typically he's described as the guy who believes the sky is falling. (laughs) Aw, chicken little. He told me he believes gas prices will get as high as six or seven bucks here. (sighs) I don't know. Great. I don't believe that. But we have seen gas prices in Los Angeles. Seven bucks a gallon. I guess we're lucky to be in Arkansas this morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here we are. It's uh, Thursday morning. It's March the 10th. I have great news today for our good buddy, KP. Oh, yeah? What's up? You know, sometimes she feels like, oh, man, all the news is bad news. But let me hit one of Kelly's theme songs this morning. Okay. I mean, I won't disagree with that. (laughs) It's Kelly's song, y'all. Hey, there's talk, and this is great news for Kelly, who uh, is now on Tinder. Brandon, Um, I am not on Tinder. That is a lie. That is a bold it? face lie. No, did you delete? I cannot stand you. Did you delete it? Wait till the mics go off. You want? I'm, I'll leave them on. <laughs> no. You think you I'm did, dumb? No. <laughs> you think I'm stupid? These suckers are going to stay on all day. Well. <laughs> so there's good news if you're on Tinder and you're okay. looking to date. What? This is good news for for Tinderites. Okay. Uh, they're saying that you can now pay to have background checks done on the people you talk to on Tinder before you go meet them. That's probably a good thing, right? Probably is a very good thing. I would hate to think you're going to go meet somebody who had a criminal (laughs) record and you didn't know. Well, I guarantee you some people have criminal records that they're not going to, uh, you know, put on Tinder. Oh, by the way, (laughs) I did this and this. (laughs) Sometimes maybe if you wear like a leather jacket and you have a criminal record, you might seem cool. (laughs) Brandon. You don't think so? Your thinking is so messed up. With no. a le- so a leather jacket. Yes. There are. Stop making me laugh. Are you thinking of happy days? Kind with of. Fonzie? Like, Fonzie. I don't... A little bit of uh, Danny from Greece. Okay. Like maybe some tattoos showing. Is that going like to make them a little tough? Oh. One arm, you know, kind of one. It's, it's tougher. Kind of hanging down the arm and stuff like that. Okay. But I think that would make, you know, because there's some women, Kelly, and you've seen these stories where women fall in love with the bad guy. Oh, yeah, definitely. But here's the deal on Tinder, and you can check this out when you log in later okay, on today. Okay. You get your first two background checks for free. 
Well, that's good. And then they cost two fifty a pop. Hmm. Uh, and basically, all you can really use, like you're not going to hopefully have their Wait, social security. Uh, like two hundred and fifty. Oh my gosh, no, two dollars and fifty cents. Oh, okay. you can background oh, check quick. everybody. All you have to do is have their first and last name and their phone number, and they can try to give you a rough estimate as far as uh, what the background looks like. Hmm. And now some people are going, well, how come Tinder doesn't just make sure everybody doesn't have a criminal record before they get on the website? Right. And they say, that's all about your privacy. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) They don't want to own your information. They just want to give you the opportunity to run background checks on random people. If you're a criminal, we're going to keep it private. Right. And a lot of criminals would disclose, I'm sure. Oh, I'm a criminal. Uh, No, they wouldn't. No, you don't think so? Mm -mm. So anyway, good news for those of you like Kelly on Tinder okay, this morning. Okay, Brandon. Okay, Mike's coming off in just a minute. Mike's staying on during no. this one. <laughs> Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 2007, and Trace Adkins had the number one song in country music on this day. They raised her up a lady, but there's one thing they could It was 15 years ago today, Trace Atkins had the number one song in country music with Ladies Love Country Boys, 2007. Let's do this. You can train them, you can try to teach them right from wrong, but it's still gonna turn them on. It's Trace Adkins and Ladies Love Country Boys. Number one on this day in 2007. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hey, doing it big on a Thursday morning. It's March the 10th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. We have Country Music News today on Carrie Underwood. First of all, happy birthday goes out to my good friend Carrie Underwood who celebrates her birthday today. Your good friend. Very tight with her. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's the deal, though. Carrie has uh, posted a teaser on her social media alluding to the fact that we might be getting some new music Finally. Now, we have had new stuff from her. We had a Christmas album in 2020. We had her gospel album last year. But what about the country mm-hmm. stuff? Kelly, it's been since 2018 oh. since Carrie's put out some new country. The album was Cry Pretty. You can pretty Featured that one. It featured Southbound. That album also featured the song Love Wins. But again, it's been since 2018. Carrie put the teaser out. It's a picture of her in the studio, and it says, So, I did a thing. So get ready for new music coming soon from Carrie Underwood. We have country music news today on Miranda Lambert. If I was a cowboy, I'd be wild and free. So people in Nashville, you'll hear them say that breaking into country music is almost impossible, and that 
even staying relevant, that's even harder because it never ends. You're continuing, you're continuously fighting. Yeah. Um, and Miranda says she's been doing that since she was 19 years old. She said she drove around from town to town in Texas hoping to get noticed. And Miranda says, quote, you don't have to stop because it's hard. You fight a little harder. I've put my life in my songs and I've counted, I've never counted on my hair, my makeup and my girls to get <laughs> me over. I've always used my guitar. A guitar and a real stubborn head will get you a long, long way. Yeah. Also, Miranda's been teasing new music, and today is the day. Her new single is called Strange. Here's Miranda Lambert. A couple hundred dollars feels more like change, yeah. times like these make me feel strange. Have it smoke by the round. Get on a dead honor, going anywhere bound. Pick a string, sing the blues, dance a hole in your shoes. Do anything to keep you sane. It's new music. It's called Strange, and it's Miranda Lambert. And country music news today on Breland, who you probably know from the Dirks Bentley song. It's Dirks Bentley, Breland, and Hardy, Mm -hmm. uh, the song Beers on Me. But the cool thing is, is Breland has a new single out that features Thomas Rhett. The song is called Praise the Lord. And the song talks about how praise the Lord for Southern women and Hemi engines and crispy chicken, (laughs) all the stuff that we love. Here is a sneak peek at the new song from Breland. Praise the Lord for East Atlanta, country grandma and banana. Praise the Lord that I got everything I want and need and more. I might turn up on Saturday, but first thing Sunday morning, I praise the Lord. That's fun, right? That is fun. New stuff from Breland featuring Thomas Rhett. It's called Praise the Lord, and it's out now. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show, Brandon Baxter in the morning. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know around 6,000 tweets are sent out every second? What? Yeah, that's 500 million a day. And in the U.S., 10% of the users write 80% of the tweets. Really? Yeah. Dang, that's a lot. Did you know, if you thought Paris Hilton or Kim Kardashian came up with the selfie, you are wrong. The first selfie was taken in 1839. A guy in Philadelphia named Robert Cornelius took a self-portrait while he was experimenting with a new camera. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought that. I thought I thought Paris Hilton claimed it. Didn't she, did. she claim it? I think they both have. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And did you know Japanese people live really long lives and the birth rate in Japan is relatively slow, so adult diapers outsell baby diapers in Japan. That's not true. It is true. That is not true. I'm from Japan. Brandon, you are not from Japan. My mom was born in Okinawa. Okay. Well, that's you are true. Not from My Japan. mother is half Japanese, and that makes you one quarter Japanese. Okay, well, I'm from Japan. You're going to need some adult diapers. I'm 25 percent from Japan. Oh, but you already wear adult diapers. Easy. If you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's kind of funny how this show works. I come up with stuff that's like Arkansas based and family based, and Kelly brings me stuff about people going number two. Yeah, because I'm the fun one. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly brought me this information that says a lot of people refuse to to um, to go to the bathroom at work. They don't want to have to go. They don't want to have to do their thing there. They say uh, about two-thirds of Americans say they refuse to two at work. <laughs> yep. 
So, yep. I get it. You just yepped it? Yep. That's all I'm going to say is yep. Yep. I agree. That's disgusting. Who brings this up? Listen, no. It's real life, I guess. It, it really is. Here's what we find out. We work in a place where people just don't seem to care. Nope. And I don't know if it's like just the, the gen, it's a generational thing. Like, hey, if you get older, you just don't really care. We have some people here <laughs> who it's almost like they advertise for it. It's almost like they, they get attention, like it's a parade on their way in. Yeah. And then they walk straight out. I'm just going to tell you guys, mm-hmm. if I walk out, it's like a dog in the front yard who's like, oh, no. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Looking down and stuff like, like that. ashamed. Yeah. But people here, they walk out like it's Ric Flair strutting across a WWE ring. Yeah. Like they're proud. Like, I'm going to leave the door open and, and brag about this. Woo! Woo! Look at this. Yep. Look at this. It happens. It happens here all the time. According to uh, this poll that Kelly brought, there's other rules of public bathrooms that we should know. So it's not just your work bathroom. But let's say you go, I don't know, to a concert. Maybe mm-hmm. you're at Simmons Bank Arena. And here's some things you don't want to do. Uh, don't talk to somebody while they're in there. <laughs> Y'all, and I don't know what it is. I don't care if it's a stall or if it's the urinal if you're a guy. If you're standing there and some dude's standing there next to you and y'all are both there in in the moment there is no sense in having a conversation i don't even want to talk to you at the sink this is a private area <laughs> don't ever go into a women's restroom then all y'all do is sit around and talk yeah i heard in a lot of those places they take down the stall doors just so people can have conversations <laughs> it's true if you're a guy uh, or really anybody i guess if you're at a urinal or if you're going into a stall, they say, if you can, always leave one between you and the next person. Okay? Yeah. That's important. Nobody wants to be feel like you're crowded. <laughs> also, they say, try to keep to yourself as far as noises. Don't take your phone calls. <laughs> oh, okay. Anybody that takes a phone call, that's, I can't handle that. They say, never make eye contact when you're at the urinal. No, never make eye contact. I mean, imagine. How do we do that? Well, it's weird because that's what they do to guys. Don't do that. Those, those dividers should go all the way up to the ceiling. I realize you're trying to save money on the wood or whatever it is, but I'm just going to tell you, if I'm standing there and I look over and some dude's eyeing me and looking at me, even if he's looking me in the eyes, I'm weirded out by that. Or if they're kind of standing like we're, we're like in a women's restroom, there's some women that will stand and they'll kind of look through the gaps. Ooh, they say don't look through the gaps. There's women that'll do that. Are they looking for availability or are they just seeing what's up? Well, maybe, but it makes you feel like they're... I don't know. Just kind of looking at you. It's weird. Would you rather somebody look underneath the stall? Well, typically little kids do that. Hey. (laughs) Yeah. How you doing in there? Anyway, Kelly brought that this morning. A lot of people, two-thirds of Americans and two-thirds of the people in your workplace refuse to go at work. And then, hey, there's our coworkers (laughs) who just don't seem to care. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So I don't know if you knew this, but you can get a DUI for lots of things, not just alcohol. Here's a new one. Okay. A 31-year-old woman in Florida named Catherine got arrested after huffing spray on deodorant while driving. 
An officer pulled her over on the highway, and inside of her car, it reeked of deodorant. Okay. Well, her preferred brand is Right Guard Spray Deodorant, and we know because she had a pile of empty cans of it in her car. No. There's a picture of them all stacked up and thrown in her in her floorboard. Oh, well, they could tell she was impaired, but didn't know if she was on drugs or what. She eventually admitted she's also had been doing some drinking earlier that day, then decided to huff a bunch of deodorant while driving. Oh, my goodness. She's facing DUI charges. Uh, so there's that for Catherine. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Speaking of not using deodorant correctly, what did the judge say when the lawyer passed gas in court? Oh, my gosh. I have no idea, Kelly. Odor! Odor! <laughs> Odor in the court? And there's even more proof that people are crazy. (laughs) Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I had a little awkward exchange last night, and I think we should issue a uh, public service announcement, or as I call them, a Brandon service announcement, a BSA. Yes, we all love BSAs. And, And here's the deal. So I was on the phone last night with someone from work and said someone... Did not reveal, did not disclose the fact that I was on Bluetooth in his car in front of his family. Uh, no. Kelly, I didn't realize this until the end of the phone call. And here I am. Uh-huh. I don't think I said anything too offensive. But if you don't know, that's bad. Oh, here, Here's the thing. If that happens in my car, like if my mom calls yeah. and my kids are in the car or whatever, my mom calls, I automatically say, I don't even think I say Hello. I think I say it pops up and I go, Mom, you're on speakerphone. The kids are in the car. It's the first thing I say. Right. And that makes the most sense. You give them the heads up. And then me as the caller or whoever has the opportunity to say, hey, I'll talk to you later. Well, who all was in his car? Well, I don't even know. He might have had a car full. I know his wife was in the background because I heard I heard her giggling. Were you telling him like some like. We're just talking about work and disclosing some medical issues or anything. No, but I should. I, no. You aren't talking about that growth. You no, were, oh, the okay. growth is fine. It's okay. private. Oh, no. But the deal is, I believe that should be an automatic disclosure. If you answer the phone on Bluetooth and somebody else is there, like, for instance, if my wife is in the car with me and it's not a Bluetooth deal, but let's say I'm driving and I'm vibing with the music and I'm feeling pretty good and I'm singing along and all of a sudden her phone rings and, and inevitably it's going to be her mother. And she just goes on and on, and it ruins my flow. It ruins oh, my music time. Yeah. And I'm like, just wait till we get home. It's not like we're on a four-hour road trip. So you're saying it's not like an emergency when they call? No, it's never an emergency. There's never anything going on. It's just almost like it's checking in, like you check in with your kindergarten teacher. Oh. But but here's the thing. <laughs> because this is what's happened, and I'm not going to disclose who I was talking to, yeah. but it's somebody that you know well, well okay. and I might get in trouble for talking Hang about on. it. Hang on. You were... You were telling me early. Oh my gosh, Brandon! Yes. Is it over this guy over here? Possibly, potentially. But see, one time I called and I was talking to him, and I, I might have said a word or two that might not have been the most um, educated words. Oh! And in saying said words, I then realized I was on the phone in front of one of the kids, which makes you probably more mad than anything. Because now I'm cussing in front of children. Right. And I didn't even know. Hey, if you let me know, then I have the option to cuss in front of your kids or not. Right. You you at least want the option to not cuss in front of children. In front of their kids. Yeah. So here's the deal. The BSA today, the Mm -hmm. branded service announcement. Do not answer your phone call 
on Bluetooth in the car if there's other people there. If you feel the need because you are worried something is wrong, then do what Kelly does and disclose immediately. Don't leave it for wondering. Immediately. I'm never going to call this guy again. Anytime I hear his Bluetooth pickup, I'm hanging up. Immediately. That's a lie. I'm hanging up. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Ah, Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Thursday, March the 10th of 2022. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Owen Wilson, who is five years old today from Hoxie. This message says, happy birthday to the best little brother from your sister, Emma. Emma goes on to tell us that Owen's spending his birthday at Labonner's Children's Hospital in Memphis. And please say a prayer for young Owen. Happy birthday, Owen. Shout out to Owen. Happy birthday, man. And best of luck today at Labonner. Also celebrating today, Stephanie Chadwick Hatcher of Paragould. Donna Davis celebrates today. Maximo Ruiz. Of Jonesboro, this is happy birthday to the best husband. Cindy Chadwick celebrates today. Chloe McPherson of Pocahontas turns 12. Sean Pridemore of Newport. Beth Sheets of Jonesboro. Noah Bounds of Lake City. Cassie Camp in Paragould celebrates. Alicia Barber has a birthday today. Carla Talley of Whitehall. Jason Goins of Bernie, Missouri. We have Alexander Neal. Of Wynn celebrating and Carrie Seaman of Stuttgart celebrates as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all and you celebrate with these celebrities. Emily Osment is 30 today. That's Lily on Hannah, Montana. Timbaland is 50. He's a rapper and producer. Lots of different songs. You may remember him from this song right here. Happy birthday to Timbaland, who turns 50 today. John Hamm is 51 today. That's Don Draper on Mad Men. Jeff um, Ament is 59. He's from Pearl Jam. Happy birthday, 59, Jeff Ament. Happy birthday to Sharon Stone, who is 64. Brandon, I know your favorite movie that Sharon Stone is in is Basic Instinct. That is a good one. Uh-huh. And also, thank you, Sharon Stone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Happy birthday today to Chuck <laughs> Norris, who is 82 years old today. Oh, my goodness. Yes. 82? Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Chuck Norris. And happy birthday to Carrie Underwood, oh. who is 39 today. How about that? Carrie Underwood's birthday, 39 years old today. I have my picture with her. Yep. She was asking me if I really wind up the point when I did it. She was all impressed, I think. I think she was. Uh-huh. Happy birthday to my good friend, Carrie Underwood. By the way, 
pretty. Real pretty in person. It's almost like she's so pretty she looks fake. <laughs> like, is this real? Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Carrie Underwood. You wish. <laughs> I do. Who turns 39 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hi, right, good morning, Arkansas. A lot of people headed down to Hot Springs for basketball as yeah. the state finals begin today mm-hmm. in Hot Springs. Like the first game, 1030 this morning, Valonia and Lincoln are going to play. Uh, then it's the 5A girls who play at noon. Jonesboro versus Greenwood today. Then the 5A boys, they're going to play at 145. That's Jonesboro versus Marion. Then keep on moving. 6A girls play at 6 tonight. North Little Rock versus Northside, which is Fort Smith. And then at 745 tonight, the final game of the night, it's the 6A boys where Bentonville takes on North Little Rock. So there's a lot of people traveling. I know a lot of schools will have uh, student buses, and they'll carry a bunch of students across the state to go cheer for their teams. Then mamas and daddies and grandmas, lots of people traveling. It's going to be awesome in Hot Springs today. Best of luck to all the teams who have made it to state. And, of course, safe travels if you're headed to Hot Springs. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is March the 9th, and today in pop culture, in 1992, Prince received the Lifetime Achievement Award at the Soul Train Awards. (laughs) Kelly, do you remember Soul Train? I do remember the show, barely. That's how they started the show. So anyway, it was 1992, and Prince got the Lifetime Achievement Award. Ninety-two. Today in pop culture in the year 2000, Vince Gill got married and he married Amy Grant. So happy anniversary to Vince Gill and Amy Grant. They've been married 22 years today. Today in pop culture in 2008, it was the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Uh, the inductees included Madonna. And John Mellencamp as well. Oh yeah! Life goes on. <laughs> Long after the thrill of living is gone. Oh yeah! Of living is gone to walk on. Boom, that's good stuff right there. And today in pop culture in 2015, Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Puth put out the song See You Again. It was the lead single off of uh, for the movie Furious 7, and it also served as a tribute to the late Paul Walker. Been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come a long way from where we began. Some of the visions from that video, Paul Walker in the car after he had passed away. It's a pretty emotional video if you want to go check it out. Anyway, that was 2015. Today is March the 9th, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning.
All right, so we're breaking some news this morning for the natural state. Good morning, Arkansas. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. So it's kind of cool when we get to break news before like television networks break news and before all the entertainment sites Mm -hmm. get the news. We have a special guest who's joined us in studio this morning who is about to represent the state of Arkansas on a television show called The Ultimate Cowboy Showdown. Uh, So we have a real-life cowboy in here this Mm -hmm. morning. Keaton Barger, who lives in Jonesboro, has been raised and grown up. It looks like all over Arkansas. Mm-hmm. How are you this morning, man? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. You know, it's uh, it's going to be a crazy thing. It's uh, been a wild ride, and uh, I can't wait to let my home state know, hey, I went and represented. And that's the big deal, is you want to kind of show people that, hey, in Arkansas, we're real cowboys. Yeah, you know, most people think that cowboys only are from Texas. Yep. And, you know, that's just kind of the icon. Oh, you're from Texas. You must be a cowboy. When you come from Arkansas, they think you're just a hillbilly. (laughs) So, you know, I think they were really expecting me to show up in overalls with no boots on and straw in mouth, you know. Yeah. (laughs) I left my sister at home, you know. (laughs) You came all the way, man. I I took it to them. It was in Douglas, Wyoming. So we were up there. Yeah, it was beautiful. Up past Cheyenne. Uh, snow covered mountains. You would have you would hurt your eyes looking for a shade tree. Really? Wow. Yeah. So why would they choose Wyoming as a spot for a cowboy show? Well, you know they did it in uh, Alabama. They did it in Texas, gotcha. and they were like, "Let's up the level. Ooh. Let's go somewhere where we ain't gone before. Let's kind of elevate this thing and see who's really a cowboy." And I promise you, if you go to Wyoming, <laughs> yeah. te- you think our temperature's bad? We're like, you know, they say, "I'll oh, give it an hour." Arkansas weather will change. Yeah. You don't say the W word up there. Because if it's pretty and you say the word Wyoming, it's going to change, oh. and you're not going to like it. <laughs> so it goes from hot to cold like you? Oh, here. man, you, you'll get a good snow, and you'll walk out, and it'll be just covered. And uh, two hours later, it'll be gone. Wow. Wild. So the real cowboy himself has joined us in the studio. Now, we're breaking the news before it's officially public. Now, I know that the Ultimate Cowboy Showdown social media uh, for the TV show, they did a little teaser, but later today it becomes official the people who are representing. And it isn't like there's somebody from every state. Literally, there's there's just a select number of people who got chosen to do this. Right. It's almost like they just uh, took some darts in their hand and threw it at a map. <laughs> and it was like, okay, we're going to take some from here because – you're not. They're not going to go like. Okay, we need one from this state, one this state. Yeah. I mean, there was 300 and some odd applicants that signed in, and they ch- chose the best ones. And you, you know, there may have been a cluster from Texas, and there may have been a few from up north, and then you're going to get some from all the way on the east coast. And sure. it was a wide variety, and uh, that is uh, experience too. Just getting there, walking, and meeting all these different people. You start listening to accents, and real quick. <laughs> You can tell who's... Did everybody like yours the most? Oh, they were giving me crap. (laughs) They were like, what? Is that English? Oh, man. Man. There was one kid, he was so confused to where he was from, we called him Utah. And I was like, where are you from? He's like, well... I was in the Air Force in Spain. I I lived in Alaska. I, I lived in Washington. I cheer for Ole Miss. I said, I'm just going to call you Utah. He goes, I've never been there. I said, well, you don't even know where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> just name them. How many, how many people are on the show? How many people are you competing against? So there's 14 in total. 14 Cowboys, including yep. yourself. So how would you, from Arkansas, end up on the show? Like, you know, I'm sure it's if you you mentioned the applicants and all that kind of stuff. What's that process look like to land on the show? So, mom and dad, they were the driving <laughs> force behind this. Uh, my mom is a pretty persistent woman, and when she wants something, she will just stay on. I love uh, it. Yeah, and 
it started off with her and dad FaceTiming me because I live up here now and that's a two hour drive <laughs> and they'll FaceTime me about every night and, be, and they were saying, Hey, you watch this show, Ultimate Cowboy Showdown? I'd be like, no, I don't really watch that kind of stuff. Cause I mean, it was their first season. I was like, you know, is it really going to be worth watching? Sure. And then, and when you're a cowboy, you know, you're a cowboy, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. And there's always that question of like, did they really get cowboys or did they get people that thought they were cowboys that just want to be on TV? Sure. And, you know, do something for themselves. And, uh, that mom kept on me, kept on me, kept on me. And when she started sending me paperwork to fill out. <laughs> She's trying to get ready. Oh, she was like. She knew. Hey, hey, oh, send, she him, knew. send him to Wyoming. Yeah. He's getting on my nerves. His wife needs a break. Send him. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I think her and Brentley were in like a, a team to get me gone for a little while. So you go up there and you're filming this show and obviously you're you're completely away, removed from all your friend groups and stuff like that. Did you have communication with no. back home or when you get out no. there, you just kind of stuck out there like Survivor? I mean, phones are gone. Uh, you couldn't even meet the other contestants. Like, you know, we had to show up and go through COVID protocol before yeah. and we couldn't socialize with them until the day we were moved in to the ranch. So you live in you live in a ranch, all of y'all together. Yeah, they cleaned out fourteen horse stalls with hay and cots and put us in them. Now it was heated. They had Wait, gas heat. You said the ranch. I'm picturing like a big house. You're oh, in a horse no. stall. It we're we're in a like... horse stall in a nice, really nice covered pen. I would be glad to sit in those horse stalls if that barn came with it. Like, <laughs> like the cowboys in Yellowstone. Like is oh, that yeah. like it was kind of like that sleeping was, in oh, the, yeah. those there kind was of quarters. Two showers and three toilets, and we got real close to each other. And there's girls that? on the show too. Yeah, yeah, there was a couple girls. They had their own side of the barn. You know, they had their own shower, their own area. But honestly, the girls that they put on there, they were like some of the guys. They were just fun to be around. They didn't care. They said, look, we're all cowboys. We're here to win. Uh, One of them, I would probably pay money not to be in the scrap with her. It's pretty (laughs) salty. Yeah. So again, it's the ultimate cowboy showdown. Keaton Barger represents Arkansas on this television show. We'll find out more about it, what the experience was like. Is he worried about his portrayal? Because when you leave Mm -hmm. a television show, a reality show, you don't know how they're going to spin you. We'll talk about that. Plus, what was Trace Adkins like? More with Keaton Barger coming up here in just a bit on Brandon Baxter in the morning. This is Arkansas's morning show. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so we're breaking the news this morning. We have an Arkansan who's featured on the television show, The Ultimate Cowboy Showdown, which returns on April the 21st. So we're excited to have Keaton Barger in studio with us this morning. We were talking to Keaton off air about, like, you know, he lives in northeast Arkansas now, but, man, you've been all over the state. Yeah, yeah. Grew up in Quitman, and, uh, you know, when you're young, you get out of high school and you want to go cowboy and chase women and things like that. So I spent yeah. a lot of time up in Dardanelle with my good buddy Kyle Carter and um, Luke Carlson. And we would day work some, go work the cell barn. And then on Saturday nights, we'd go chase girls downtown and just drive the old Grand Marquis town car around with cowboy hats. <laughs> Wait a minute. You didn't have a truck for this. I mean, we had a truck, but it was most of the time hooked to the trailer. So, what you know, it's going to catch an eye when you see a Grand Marti, you know, town car <laughs> yeah. with a bunch of cowboy hats in the back of it. it. It makes you look. So, like, you didn't decide to be a cowboy after you turned, uh, you, become an, you became an adult. You were a cowboy early on. Oh, yeah. I've handled the rope since I was probably five. You know, parents. Oh, wow. Dad was, dad's a national champion, chuck wagon racer. My sister what? was Miss Rodeo USA. So it's in our blood. You know, we've, we've been around horses our whole life. 
So when you go off for a reality show and your parents sign you up for it and they say, hey, we're going to send you to Wyoming. What are you thinking as you're leaving Arkansas? Because, I mean, that's got to be like that drive. I know you got to drive it. Oh, yeah. That's a heck of a drive, I would assume. I would assume there's all these thoughts going through your head like, what in the world am I doing? I think my truck either ran on gasoline or that Till You Can't Cody Johnson song. Because yeah. it felt like those were the two things that got me there. Yeah. But uh, luckily, I took my father-in-law with me. I dropped him off in Denver. Uh, anytime you go to that elevation, it's kind of rough on you. It's rough on the horses, so you've got to got to stop and let them get acclimated. So I stayed a few days right outside of Denver, right, in a, in a tiny house at my, a friend of mine now at Deco Ranch. Uh, the tigers from Tiger King that were repossessed from, what? from Low were right down the road from us. So I woke up to the sounds of those tigers roaring. I'm like, this is the most crazy story, and I ain't even made it there yet. Did you feel like it was all a dream? Because that sounds like one of those things like you're going to pinch yourself to see if you're really awake. Well, we rolled into, we left equipment at like noon in the single cab Dodge with the bumper pull, and I couldn't fit anything else in my tack room because I had suitcases stacked in there. You had to shut the door and lock it. And we made it to Kansas at like three, you know, midnight, one o'clock, something like that. And we got back up at 5 a.m. and rolled on and got to right outside of Denver the next day. So we were dog tired, and I'm walking around. I'm looking at this pretty ranch. You know, they got like a teepee you can stay in, and I'm checking it out. But it felt like, is this real? And then when you drop him off, and you're like, okay, I've got to make this last five-hour drive by myself to get there to drop my horse off. And when you pull, when you get into Douglas, you take an exit, and you drive, and you turn to go to the Powderhorn Ranch, and you feel like you've been driving for three days. Yeah. And it's just hills and turns. I saw turkeys. I saw mule deer. I saw everything on the way to this ranch. And you, it's out in the middle of nowhere. And it's down in a canyon. Right. And as you top the hill, you see this big barn, indoor arena. And it's the size of, like, two football fields. Oh, wow. It's ginormous. Wow. Yeah. And it's like, wow, okay, this is real. I'm here. And you start seeing other trailers pull in. But I was the first one there. So it was like <clears> – <throat> That's intimidating. Nobody's there, and then they start pulling in. I'm looking at the rigs. and I'm reading what horses they're pulling off the trailer. I'm seeing how they move, and I'm already measuring up the competition (laughs) because I'm like, okay, he's got a pretty good-looking horse, and (laughs) – but he walks like he's got hip problems. So. Oh, who does? <laughs> Wait, the, the cowboy the, or the horse? Oh, oh. <laughs> no, so you had to take your own horse. You had to take your own horse. Okay, and it was pretty wild. But what's like your horse's dream. name? His name is Kerjack. Kerjack. Uh, yep. Yeah, uh, my wife named him. I said, if you buy him, you can name him. Don't you bought him? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> she's uh, she's my sugar mama. You know, she takes care of me. No, I got Perfect. You. Hey, here's what you said. You mentioned Cody Johnson, right? The song "Till You Can't." And there's a line in the song that says. If you got a dream, you got to chase it because a dream won't chase you back. You chase the dream straight out to Wyoming to a television show. Are you worried about what they're going to paint you like? Because when you leave after a reality show, you know, they they want somebody to be the good guy. They need somebody to be the antagonist. Do you think there's any chance they're going to paint you as the antagonist from Arkansas? I don't think they could. I don't think they could do it. I think I went and I represented and I conducted myself. Now, there, there's a couple scenes in there where I get heated because words are said, but at that point, you can't back down. You can't be weak. you got to let them know, look, I'm just – just because I do heat and air, you know, most of the week and only get the cowboy every now and then doesn't make you any better than me. Yeah. And honestly, I was the biggest one there, so if a little fella wanted to step up, <laughs> How big a boy are you? you know? <laughs> All right, let's talk about that. How tall are you? I'm 6'2", and I weigh about 285. And uh, I asked Trace, I said, can I come stand next to you? I want to see how small you make me. Trace, you know, he's like, oh, I won't make you look small. You know, yeah. <laughs> I woke up next to him, and he's a big man. But 
he is fit. Like, there is really? not much fat on that man. He's stout. And see, my buddy Mike Barber, he saw Trace Adkins uh, in his trailer one time. For whatever reason, Barber had snuck onto Trace Adkins' yeah, trailer yeah. in a concert. He's like that. And, and when uh, Trace turned the corner, he didn't have his shirt on, and Barber was impressed. Well, he's like, he's yeah. jacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Trace Adkins, the individual, the country singer, the host of the Ultimate Cowboy Showdown. What's he like? Like when you remove him from an arena, when you remove him from a stage, when you're out there in the middle of nowhere, what's that dude like? So Trace, uh, you know, he's big with the Wounded Warrior. And yep. he is, at, people may say, you know, is it true? He's that. Like he represents that, whether there's a camera on him or not. That's awesome. The minute he steps out of the trailer, he's all about, you know, the United States, our soldiers, our troops, what they go through. And he can be intimidating when you look at him. Because, I mean, he's a, like I said, he's a big lad. Is he taller but, than you? Oh, absolutely. So you're 6'2", he's probably what? He's probably 6'7". Oh, dang. So he's real Yeah, tall. he's yeah. big, big. Yeah. And, uh. But you can tell when you look him in the eyes that he has a goodness about him. Like, he cares and he wants, you know, not he roots for the underdog or anything, but he wants somebody that is genuine and stands for what they believe in and isn't afraid to voice what they believe in sure. to, mm-hmm. to win that deal. So this uh, the show, the Ultimate Cowboy Showdown, is elimination style. Somebody leaves every single week. Again, it uh, premieres on television April the 21st. You can find out more about it if you go to ultimatecowboyshowdowntv.com. It's ultimatecowboyshowdowntv.com. Or on Facebook, it's just the account uh, Cowboy Showdown or search Ultimate Cowboy Showdown. Keaton Barger joins us in the studio this morning. One last question. You mentioned uh, being a real cowboy. That maybe, you know, you see some people and you see them on TV or whatever, and they're wearing the hat, but they're not a real cowboy. What makes somebody a real Arkansas cowboy? I mean, cowboy is if there's a man with a horse and a cow that needs taken care of, he's a cowboy. It's about that desire to put the livestock first instead of yourself and take care of them. That's what makes a cowboy. You know, and, and technically you don't have to have a horse. Right. If you're taking care of, of an animal that needs it and you believe in the standards of your word is your bond, honesty, and a brotherhood, and a hand up, not a hand out, you know, helping people, that's part of being a cowboy. That's good, right? It is. This is the guy who gets to represent Arkansas on awesome. TV. Out of 14 competitors, we have an Arkansan who's going to be on the Ultimate Cowboy Showdown. Um, so as we, as we look around the room, you know, you're dressed up like a cowboy. Uh, I kind of want to be a cowboy now after I hear what cowboys do. Oh, I here think, we go. I think oh, it would yeah. be fun to be a cowboy. Yeah. I'd like to ride a cow or something. I brought um, you a hat. Okay. I brought you a hat. You brought me a hat? Absolutely. What? You brought me a cowboy hat. I got him to hook up. It's yours. You're going to keep it. He's All weird right. with hats Hang now. on. Wait, yeah. will it fit? Why wouldn't it fit? Uh... uh what do you obvious? mean? Huh? What, are you saying I have a big head? No. Is this the one you brought me? Oh, yeah. That's it. This is oh, yeah. from the Good American Hat one. Company. It's a seven and three eighths. I need a shoehorn to put that on. Why would I need a shoehorn? Break I'm going to try. The butter. All right. So, <laughs> hang on. Let me, let me hear. Keaton, is there a chance this is going to get stuck on my head? It uh, might. Of course. It might. Do you think I look like I'd be a cowboy? Could I compete on this oh, show yeah. maybe next year? You look yeah. more Kenny Chesney-ish. Yeah. Are you saying he's not a cowboy? Uh, is that no. down far enough, Keaton? Oh, it's close. No, you, know, you make it look good with the headphones on. It's close enough, Kelly. Yeah, it looks absolutely amazing. Is this Kelly a good look? It is. She's lying. Is it bad? She's lying. It, okay, so it's bad. I'm taking it off. <laughs> no, you have to take a picture with it. Oh yeah, picture time. All right, we'll work on this again. If people want to find out more, Ultimate Cowboy Showdown TV on Facebook. Search Ultimate Cowboy Showdown. Keaton Barger, uh, I guess they can follow you on social media as well, can't they? Yeah, yeah, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. 
and follow me, and I'll be giving updates on when the episodes are going to air. Some, if you have questions, I'll answer them. Uh, it's going to be a wild ride, and I'm glad to take Arkansas and all the people that live here. You know, take y'all with me on this journey because it's it's pretty awesome. It's awesome. Again, it premieres on April the 21st. It's the Ultimate Cowboy Showdown, and Keaton Barger joins us this morning live on Brandon Baxter in the morning. This is Arkansas's morning show. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so my picture's up. Y'all go, let me know if you think I look like Kenny Chesney a little bit. I mean, it's it's a it's a spitting image, Brandon. Striking. It looks like I've been on the beach for a while as well. So it's up yeah. on Instagram, Brandon Baxter in the morning. On Facebook, Brandon Baxter in the morning. On Twitter, Brandon on BBITM. Hey, you follow me. We'll be friends. I'll learn about you too. So yeah, well, I just look like me. I don't. I don't look like a a celebrity. So yeah, I just look like Kelly. If people could tell me who they think you look like. Okay, I don't. I don't want any. I don't. <laughs> I think we should not. Go <laughs> I'll start that. Uh-huh. Uh, hey, there's a there's a talk out today. Let me see your eyebrows. Take your glasses off. Okay. And these are my eyebrows. Just so you know. You didn't borrow somebody else's eyebrows to come in here with, or what? Um, I could have. Okay. Let me see. Are they? Are, would you consider those kind of thick, kind of bushy? Um, a little bit bushy, right? I guess. Unkept? <laughs> no, they are, they, are kept. Are they? Did you, do you have three, or what is the one okay. in the middle? Okay, no, what is that one in between no, your eyes, over your nose? No, Ernie, I'm not Bert. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a deal out today, and this is going to mess with a lot of people's minds if you tattooed eyebrows. Just a heads up. Oh, because the, the microblading people do the microblading. That too. I don't know what that that's is. That's what that is. No, I, yeah, that's what I said. Uh-huh. Uh, but there's a trend. The trend is going back to thin eyebrows. So just a heads up, if you're one of the people who's gone thick eyebrows and you've tried to microblade them or you tried to tattoo them on or whatever, all of a sudden thin ones are coming back. Well, let me tell y'all something though. I mean, from a girl who has been in a lot of decades. Um, you sure have. Listen, like in the 90s, mm-hmm. they were, the thin eyebrows were very into, but I had lots of friends who did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom would not let me mess with my eyebrows, but I had lots of friends who did that, mm-hmm. you know, and their eyebrows looked great. It was trending, but they also had issues growing them back. Yeah. And that's scary. God, I hate for that to happen. It's much better to stay off trend for 10 years. And Brandon. Then, uh, you got to be on trend. Do Tomorrow's you even have promised. eyebrows? I'm about done with this day. Okay. Well, I think I'm about done with this day. You just called me a unibrow, but I'm asking, take your glasses off. No, I don't have my eyebrows Listen, are blonde. Listen, if girls have to do it, guys have to do it no, too. No, I'm not going to go thin eyebrows, but here's Wait, the deal. What? Do you, I don't, let me put my glasses no, on. No, okay. Leave me alone. No, I'm, I'm being, I'm not even being blonde, mean. I have blonde eyebrows oh. and they're tough to see at different times. Okay. Depending on the shade of my my tan and stuff like that. Well, there's some people that get those, uh, you can get them, you can get them colored a little bit so okay. people could uh, see them. Thank you. I'm, I don't think I should do that either, but, but the deal is thin ones are coming back. So I did this deal on BuzzFeed where most real cowboys like me probably go to BuzzFeed. Right. I was on there and they were having me vote for like what I wanted the people to have. Like there was, let's for instance, here's Britney Spears with thin eyebrows or with thick eyebrows, or here's Rihanna with thin eyebrows or thick eyebrows. Mm -hmm. I was blown away by the fact that this trend I've bought into it. I was voting for the thicker eyebrows. Were you really? Yeah. You need to go do that too. And y'all can go to Buzzfeed and try to find the eyebrow gimmick uh, because it's there somewhere, but they're saying the thin ones are making the comeback. So, just a heads up, if you've gone uh, for the bushy eyebrows, it might be time to change them, unless you're like Kelly, and you're scared of everything. Okay. So. <laughs> so what? dumb. Brandon Baxter in the morning. 
So there's a deal out today on naps. A doctor's telling us if you do need to take a nap, how long your nap should be. Uh-oh. So here's the deal. Let's just be real, real, real. We wake up, Kelly and I wake up extremely early mm-hmm. to do this show. And for whatever reason, we are not disciplined enough to go to bed early. True. So typically, and a lot of morning radio people go home and they rest. And mm-hmm. Morning TV people, they all kind of go and they catch a little quick cat nap and then boom, they get their day yeah. going, right? But here's what we found out. They say that really and truthfully, the short nap is the best way to go. And they say that you want to sleep for anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes so you don't fall into a really deep sleep, but you do kind of refresh yourself. Okay. So that means when I take, when I get up and I feel kind of groggy and it takes me a second to whatever, wake up, that means I probably hit that REM sleep or whatever and, and I shouldn't do that. Yeah, they say that basically what happens is is our body is like, oh, no, this is our time to rest for the night. And then you have to wake up oh. and, and your body's like, what the heck's going on here? Uh, and that's the reason you feel groggy and kind of feel bad when you wake up from a nap. They say the ideal time is 20 to 30 minutes. And if you want to go longer, nap for 90 minutes because that's about one full sleep cycle. That if you go for like two hours, two hours and 15 minutes, you get into that second sleep cycle and that makes you feel Ooh. even worse. So. A little bit of advice right there if you're one of the people who likes to go home and take a nap. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you'll hear us break the news that there's an Arkansan who's going to be featured on the television show, The Ultimate Cowboy Showdown. And we had him in studio this morning on the day where they broke the news on who's going to be on the show. And how can he not go far? I mean, he's I mean, he's a great I think he'd be a great cast member. Yeah, so Keaton Barger was in with us this morning. He lives in Northeast Arkansas now, but uh, you know, was raised in Quitman and did a lot of spent a lot of time in Dardanelle. So it was kind of cool because he's an Arkansas guy through and through, a real cowboy. And he was on the show this morning. We talk all about uh, kind of what he's gone through. We get you set for high school basketball, which is uh, kicking off today. Yeah. State Hot mm-hmm. Springs. A lot of people are traveling uh, for that. Plus, we had or I had an awkward encounter with <laughs> someone who answered their phone on Bluetooth and didn't disclose they were on Bluetooth in front of their family until after the call was almost over. So why is that inappropriate? I discussed that today (laughs) and I might get in trouble for this discussion. Uh So all of that on today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The first season finale of Joe Millionaire for Richer or Poorer. The second season finale of Be Positive on what, what, Watch What Happens Live on Bravo. Outlet, out, man, Outlander star Sam Hewen and Brooke Shields will be on there tonight. And then tonight, Walker, Law & Order, Legacies, Grey's Anatomy, Law & Order, SVU, Big Sky, Bull, and Law & Order, Organized Crime. Hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the Morning.